You're listening to the MC Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture, coming to you from the campus of Mississippi College in Clinton, Mississippi. We're going to start by saying that this, this podcast will be super, super duper, super spoilery, yeah. and... And we're going to give you a moment of silence to stop listening. Because we all have just finished we need this watching <laughs> Avengers Infinity War in very shaky D-Box seats. And so we'll give you the scoop on that in a second. But we're going to start with a moment of silence. How much silence? In honor of Avengers Infinity War. And the silence is going to make Sarah uncomfortable. I'm starting talking now because that irritated me. I knew that would happen. So you can just edit it silence in later, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be actual silence. I just like to point out that one of us was silent during the movie. I needed actual silence. Yeah, well, one of us was silent during the movie. I think it was good. I know who it wasn't. It wasn't us. I think it was. I think it was good. Wasn't me. Uh, guys, where do we even start? We have a guest with us today. Oh, that's true. You know, we, we've been saying that we needed to have you as a guest. Granted, we, this was not what I was thinking. For this topic. <laughs> yeah. Right. We, have, we have Dr. Ben Williams, who is our professor of composition uh, and theory at, yes. at Mississippi College, Department of Music, also our assistant chair. Very much more important than, than uh, me. Or us. And, uh, or, or Michael and Sarah. Um, <laughs> it's not hard to be. Actually, Michael is, is like days away from being a master of music. Yeah. Michael has passed his comprehensive exams, his recital. I think you're done with your coursework at this point. I have presentation to one be presentation left. Well, that's true. Michael that's... is Michael is a comfort eating right now. I'm totally he emotionally is, he is drowning, drowning his sorrows. Uh, and so again, before we really dive in here, if you're still listening and you've not seen Infinity War, we want to direct you to your neighborhood movie theater. Uh, or just don't listen to this episode and delete it from your feed. And your and, mind. And your mind. And forget that it even exists. Uh, I was very fortunate that on Tuesday, after the premiere on Monday, a sci-fi thread came through that had the plot in a video. And I very quickly swiped past it, so I did not see that it. That was nice. Um, I was very glad that I that we all avoided spoilers uh, for the most part. Um as the week went on, I had a very strong feeling that the majority of the cast was going to die. Okay, you're just saying that. No, we Did need to you... start with this real. Whoa, whoa, let's start with whoa. let's start with this statement instead of that cop out. That we're all wrong. The real yeah, the real statement is this: none of us knew. I think we none of us so even wrong. now know what this movie was actually about. This movie what? was a statement about overpopulation. I just saw it. I don't even right. know. But <laughs> even so, I'm like, I still, I'm like, what was this movie even about? That's how I feel. I'm like, okay. I'm like, you mean like where it's going next, like what happens. This movie, in the context of the next movie, could be anything, anything. 
also stupid nerdist for this movie only because clearly they'll probably bring him back but yes yeah, because they I need to make a third movie but technically they were right about like, bang star lord in a literal, sense, in a literal right. sense they were right i'm like that i'm angry about that okay while we're talking about star i he is the character i am the angriest with forget thanos i am mad for not keeping his temper in check for two I do right, I did yell. Two. <laughs> I didn't take on. I did not. But just like, if he could have just kept it together. I mean, I'm not even, like, ten, ten. I'll ten, seconds. ten seconds. It was almost, that movie could have been over. That could have been it. I wouldn't have even been mad. Especially if they told me what would have, like, they could have shown me what would have happened with, with him. What are those you know? alternate futures? Yeah. But if, that, and then just let that be it. Okay. So maybe that's what the next we movie is. We need to is. back up. We need to back up. So let's let's uh, let's deal with just some 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 big picture things. Favorite action sequence. I just don't. I don't even think in those terms. Um, I'm just dead. Do you mean like fight sequence? Uh, I think Thor coming in with the with with the, with the that axe. was good. Yeah, that yeah, did that, make me feel good moment. for a second. Mm-hmm. I liked the most... which I can't remember the name of it because it is the name of it from the comics. Storm, Storm Chaser. Stormbreaker. 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 I Stormbreaker. I think that was cool. I liked as far as actiony action sequences. Uh, I liked the scene with is what's her name? Akoya. Akoya. With Akoya. With Akoya and uh, and and, and Natasha and, uh-huh. and the Scarlet Witch. And, yes, that was Wanda. And and I love and when when Wanda pull, well first when Wanda pulls those things down and just like why is she up there the whole time? <laughs> and then after that when they're fighting that one lady and it's like. So awesome! I don't know. It was it was great. It was kind of a great like connection point to some of the themes, uh, social themes that Black Panther explored. Um, That's it was, right. It was cool. It was kind of like it was kind of a moment too where Marvel kind of got to show off and like be like, look at all of our very strong characters who are women. It was like very very all cool. Three all three of them. <laughs> it was. I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. And then, was. separately from that, I would like to say. In terms of this, this isn't quite an action scene, but my favorite scene probably was when Thor held the thing open and lived. And lived. <laughs> I kept during this movie, I was like, "When did Thor turn into like this okay. supreme yeah. being?" Would, so I one decided, of the two. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, just, I decided during this movie, I was like, "Thor and Scarlet Witch, they are like our two most powerful people," and I just completely underrated them. Yeah, yeah. me too. Did I, not think about that. It, one of the spoiler-free reviews that I did read had a bunch of tweets on it. That was so dumb. And one of the tweets did say Thor is the MVP. And I mean, it really it, was. Th- For in, real. in a lot of ways, Thor was the MVP from an Avengers standpoint. He was sort of the MVP of this movie. Um, Absolutely. And, and, and the observation about them playing up the, his godlike nature—I mean, yeah. with that pose when he was holding open. The, uh-huh. I mean, with the very, oh, very like, Greek, very Greek yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and, <laughs> and, and, and and sort of forging him in fire even yeah, further. I mean, mm-hmm. in the absence of Odin, sort of just further developing that character. I think I think a lot of the discussions that are already being had about the movie, I think are surrounding how incredibly... Let's deal with Thanos for a second. 
I think a lot of the discussions about the movie are going to deal with Thanos because there's no question that Thanos is the lead character of this movie. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I mean, the this Avengers, the Avengers are them. sort of... The supporting roles. Supporting roles in this movie about Thanos. But the last a, line, of, I mean, like when they said someone will return was even Thanos. Thanos will return. Which, yeah. I mean, no duh. Like, thank you, Marvel. I, I needed to know. I wasn't sure. Wait, did it say that at the end? I was in an emotional... <laughs> I don't actually... It was all a blur. I don't Black remember hole. that at all. Wow. So, I mean, what did we think about Thanos? I mean, I keep hearing, you know, online, like, people talking about him being very developed. Um, I, I thought that... I thought that he was so incredibly human. Yeah. yeah I thought that was there was weird a human... Like, you almost want to agree with him. Yeah, you almost want to be thing. like, I well, see why you did this. And you want to believe that a character like that is not capable of love. Yeah. Like that's something that I feel like we tell ourselves like yeah. they're that they're not capable of it, and then to see him literally for the infinity has stone has to be capable displays this. Right. I mean, for the soul it. stone, for the soul stone to receive his sacrifice, you know, to me that says, well, this was genuine love. Right. Yeah, he did. Look- I, I I got the sense that they were trying to push his human side for the first half of the movie, and and I wasn't buying it until that scene. Yeah. And that scene was the moment where it flipped yeah. over for me, and I said, okay. Well, yeah. then it I makes like sense. Yeah. Not I like what he does or anything, but I, but like I understand. Him. Yeah, I get him. Yeah. Well, and like leading up, like when he starts to kind of tear up, you realize like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's Gamora, and you kind of think about the fact like all those times he says like he, he told me you told me like she all those years she told him that she hated him that she hated what yeah. he made her do and he let her live he wouldn't have let anybody I mean, we no. saw how all of the other children yeah. reacted to him and i was like oh my gosh he really does love her well Yo. and i think it was very powerful the way they introduced him i think that his introduction killing heimdall and loki these two figures that seemed almost indestructible yeah well, even as not, if they were nothing. Not just them, but I think that uh, I think it was very brave of Marvel to kill all right after Thor Ragnarok has been out for not too long. You know, right. to, for them to send them off on their brave brave space adventure <laughs> and immediately kill all of them. the whole remnant of Asgard. I thought that that was the most intense opening. The prologue of this movie. To is, me, is, was like is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And there's that one line where he's trying to explain himself, Thanos, and he talks about that idea of trying to emotionally, emotionally list whatever the word, um, kill off half of everybody. Yes, right? and it yeah. would be completely random. Right, and yeah. that first scene set that so well in the sense of he didn't show. I mean, there was there he was didn't no even look, and we didn't like get any emotion from it. Right. Like, was, there was no time for me to feel or anything. Right, right. It was, it was, it was a. You never see usually in superhero movies you don't see socio sociopathy on screen Mm -hmm. you know like if i'm thinking of true sociopaths or even psychopaths on film there are plenty of good examples of like very scary characters i mean and i immediately think of anton chigurh Mm -hmm. in no country for old men i mean one of the great one of the great performances in the history of film but it's almost like thanos made me think that he was that emotionally disconnected Mm -hmm. just like when chigurh walks up to people and just it's over and and it was it it had that kind of just sort of pathos to it that that, that that you just you were like well okay this this person's really in trouble listen up everyone ten, 10 you have 10 years any singers in the world you have 10 years start eating more start lifting more and any and any very bear out there get ready 
for the get ready for Infinity War the opera. Oh gosh. And you will get Michael? you will get to play Thanos, the bass baritone. Me? Yes, you Sarah Welch. Okay. Give me ten years. No, but you might get to play Black Widow. Oh my I gosh. Oh Wanda. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. She's a mezzo. Sarah playing it now. She's not a mezzo. She's a lyric mezzo. I can be a mezzo. Sarah's like, I will be a mezzo. I will refer to my former mezzo heart itself. Black Widow's a soubrette. Wanda's a lyric mezzo. Wanda's totally a soubrette. Wow. Wanda Wanda's so super at no. Especially yeah. like, I think Black Widow would be, would but in be... the previous one, she would have been a great super. Okoye is a contralto. That could grow mm. into her. Role. Shuri's a superette. No. Could, no, she's or coloratura. Maybe. I could see her being coloratura, and they only and them only writing crazy. What about the trains. There's a train. Did not think there's about a train. That. That's a train, train. podcast. People friends. get ready. There's a train. Very strange. Anyways, there's a. I think that. Anyway, I was just kept watching. Anyways, I say that to say, I think that it's it's so exciting uh, to just think about how far we've come as a society and how far this particular genre and art form has really gone. Um, I remember when our uh, during our conversation about Star Wars, about how we said this is Star Wars is the closest thing we have to mythology uh, in our culture today, and I really don't think that's true anymore. I, th- I mean, it's still quite true in terms of just that Star well, Wars we've watched for so this long. mythology develop right. in a decade. Right. This has been so. I mean, I was watching this. I was like, this could be like a Wagner opera. Oh yeah. Sometimes it sounds like we're gonna die, but we never have. This could be. Perna's literally over here twitching right now. Um, this isn't even one of the scarier ones. <laughs> Anyways, this train is right on the other side no, of this I, wall. I was chatting with Dr. Archie about that whole uh, movie and opera sort of connection. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, it's, this is the same weekend as Turandot, and there you have a ruthless killer mm-hmm. in a way as well. And yeah. I mean, the parallels between that and Thanos, I mean... Absolutely. Interesting. Uh, what if Thanos like, was a dramatic soprano? <laughs> <laughs> See some weird thing where like if you rearrange the letters, I mean, that wouldn't really work. But I feel like that's what would happen. Like, Tom Marvel O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> the word's definitely a bass, right? No. Baritone. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a bass baritone. Too many baritones. Is Doctor Strange a bass baritone? Yes. He, he has to be a baritone. I think he, he has, has to be baritone. 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 I think that. But Tony just, Stark's a tenor. Mm-hmm. To, to, Tony and Steve are both tenors. Yeah, tenors. Tony, Tony, and Tony's a full lyric. Steve's more of a dramatic tenor. And Does then, that make uh, Spider-Man like what? Is it Legero? Oh, he's character tenor. tenor. He's a Legero. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a Rossini tenor. He's for sure. He's like. He's a color Seriously, with story, I can just imagine like the most exciting. Like I think of those crazy sounding Einstein on the beach. Uh, Philip Glass, that kind of thing, oh, but it's all Shuri. That's right. Anyways, um, um, anyways, I'm just saying. I just think it was like I just was watching. I was like, this is the most elevated, epic piece of art that the average person will consume. Like, okay, right? You know so, what I'm saying? So let me ask you guys this: Do you think? Because I, I, in, in some of the spoilery free reviews that I read, people talked about how a non-MCU fan could still come and watch this movie. Do you think that that's true? I don't think it would have the same level of impact for them because you don't have the knowledge of the characters' backgrounds. You don't know about their relationships. Right? That last scene 
Okay, I mean, we may as well start dealing with it where half of the characters die. Yeah, where they melt I away. Mean, that wouldn't make that wouldn't mean yeah, as much. Yeah, but no. Bucky and Steve. What would that mean to you? What I mean, yeah, right. you know they're friends because they hugged earlier. Right. But you have no idea the meaning behind. Steve. I'd like to point out that it goes back to my Paris theory. And oh, yeah. When well, that was died. happening, I yeah. was like, darn you being right. Right. Well, and then, it, you know, it was so sad, though, was during the, with thinking about the Paris and the vanishing, I was like, and then Wanda that was, was the, the one that I was like, I mean, I was sitting watching there. Watching her disintegrate. Ugh. And, like, did you see, like, with her, it was acceptance. It was like, Okay, we're together. Okay, yeah. since since and you maybe, since you went gosh, to this, I, I have I, we I, had to talk about it. Since We've you been well, avoiding no, it. no, 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 no. Since you went there, I'm actually gonna be the Debbie Downer. I think of this conversation. I hated it. I hated that part. I thought it was the melting. Stupid. I thought it was stupid. I thought the what? melting was. I, I thought it was not. I didn't find it emotional. I didn't find it. I didn't I find it well right done. Now. We shouldn't have had this conversation. I, and, and really? here, I here's no. Let me let me tell you why. Because they all turned because, into leaves. Because T'Challa died. Yeah. Well, so we it, know- it totally killed for me. T'Challa and Star-Lord dying totally killed for me the whole thing. It, even Bucky. And, and let me tell you why. There are 1.3 billion reasons that T'Challa is not going to die. Sebastian Stan has four films left on his Marvel contract. Okay, but is that Benedict Cumberbatch so has four films left on his on his Marvel contract. In other words, we know they're going to be resurrected. I and mean, so for me, the melting away thing did but not. But the play. average person won't know that. But they okay. But, but I, think, I oh, oh no, go ahead. I was going to say I also I, I'm with him on not feeling a whole lot of emotion through that. Partly because partly because the the movie's also set up very well. The idea of you being on board with Thanos by the end. Yeah. Like, no matter how much yeah. I like those characters, you were very much on board with him saying, we need to wipe half the people out. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we see that, like you're saying, we know that the, the death isn't quite what we think it is. Right. Well, right. in that regard, that's an interesting sort of twist perspective because, and this would be something you would dislike so very much. Because you, hate anti- because you hate anti-heroes. Because you hate anti-heroes. I don't hate anti-heroes. I hate most anti-heroes. In, in, in a way, it was sort of setting up this idea of Thanos as anti-hero, of, of Walter White, of Tony Soprano, of, of you know, because there he is at the end, yeah. ready to grow his space potatoes. I just, I think what it is is I hate, I hate... Anti- I hate edginess for the uh, edginess and postmodern weirdness for the sake of it. Well, it didn't feel that way. No, 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 it didn't. Which is Wait. why I like this. And I just, I just want to say real quick, on terms of if they follow the, in terms of uh, can can the average person follow this movie um, if they haven't seen the previous movies? I think the big thing is yes, but they will be watching a movie that is entirely about Thanos. And if you watch it That's from that true. perspective, they might love it or hate it. Go there. So the melting. Here's my thoughts with this. Like, as far as, like, neither of y'all cared for it, you didn't find it to be realistic because you knew. Do y'all, like, would you consider one of your... Do you consider yourselves empathetic people? No. Absolutely. My thing watching <laughs> it is... Okay, especially for you because you're sitting there, no... For She's me, the Perna, Doctor yeah, no, Perna, does not consider himself an oh, empathetic person. It. They don't. That's right. I'm sorry. I missed that. It's um, my first time. This is my. It's <laughs> true. Um, the thing for me is yes, logically and in my head, I know that these people are coming back because certain people died. 
However, the extreme, incredible, horrible pain that, like, I felt was because watching, like, Wanda disintegrate, like, we've just watched her kill the one man that she loves and that can ever understand her, watch him literally be brought to life, the one reason that, like, she killed him, be ripped away from her, Mm -hmm. and then she's, like, accepting that she's going to die, too. And then his corpse is left behind. Yes. And then you have Bucky and Steve, or they have a bond, and just as Bucky starts to disintegrate, just Steve, this, like, I don't, I'm, I'm in these people. I am Tony standing there mm-hmm. watching this little boy that you have brought along that for better or for worse, you feel responsible for this mm-hmm. kid. And you would have done anything to save him. And you are having to watch him disintegrate and just the fear in him. And so it's not that, like, I know he's coming back, but Tony doesn't know. Peter, mm-hmm. Spider-Man doesn't know. None of these people know. And like, so for me, that's what makes it such a real, terrible, gut-wrenching moment. Yeah. To give you that. The, the, the thing that I connected with um, from an empathic standpoint was the when you kept seeing those pairs where one person would be asking the other, "Kill me or take my life." Yeah. Over and, that was and over. Gut-wrenching. But in reality, that's kind of what Thanos was doing too. He was saying, "I'm going to take these people's lives." I'm making to let the, the choice others for live. you. Yeah. yeah, and so I mean that's what the whole movie was sort of about, and that's where I connected with that uh, mm-hmm. the the gut wrenching. Well, the gut wrench the gut wrenching one for me was Gamora. Oh, I that mean, was so terrible. I mean, that was the gut wrenching one for yeah. me. Thinking ahead to the Peter Quill moment. Yeah, you know that was the one because and again that's no also idea. partially my connection to the Guardians franchise, which I probably like every bit as much as the Avengers franchise. I mean, like, Guardians and Doctor Strange are my jam. Um, And I also question, just thinking back, what was the line Strange said before he melted away? Uh, There was no other way. Yeah. I'm 100% sure he lied. There was no other way to victory. No, I think that's, I think he... In other words, he's already seen that. I think he already saw that. I think he he knew knew that that was going to happen. And the line was loaded. Like, it was totally, the line was totally loaded of, he had to let Tony live. In order for them to win. Yes. In the end. Yes. I think he totally knew that he was going to have to melt away. And, like, I think that was, that was pretty awesome, actually. Like, when you consider who that character is and... And, uh, he's I mean, such a pretentious know-it-all. Oh, he's man. so great. They make him such a jerk. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Doctor... I'm wearing a Doctor Strange t-shirt. I obviously like as, Doctor as, Strange. As I might be also. But, gosh, they make him a real jerk. Like, you think, like, ooh, he's had some emotional development. No. No, no he Yeah, you kind of think Tony Stark was a jerk at some points. Not compared to Stephen Strange. Not <laughs> compared to Doctor Strange, which yeah. is what really made me think that Iron Man was going to die at some point. On, on the note of Iron Man and Doctor Strange and those scenes as a whole, uh, I want to talk... Uh, I, I, I want to know y'all's opinion about... The, the use of humor in the movie because I know that there were a lot of people who were very cons- they were concerned yeah. about the humor in the movie I honestly didn't find a problem with it I found I it to it. mostly be yeah I felt like I needed it but I felt like I felt like it was mostly pretty pretty well I think it was well very wise that they let James Gunn write the Guardians dialogue well yeah. it was very well timed I mean let's be real I mean, we would have all been ready to kill ourselves by the but, end I mean yeah. yeah had it not been in there had the Guardians not been in this movie oh my for God. Well, and then Tony Tony's, it would have been really heavy well, and Tony's gripes which are it's like somehow 
somehow they've found a way to write that character and Robbie Downey Jr. Has, Robbie, Robert Downey Jr. has found a way to play that character where he can make these little snarky comments but it's still and it's like a joke but it doesn't stop being serious yeah. in the scene mm-hmm. you know to mm-hmm. keep it that kind of fatalistic attitude it's so helpful okay let me let me deal with Tony and Steve here for a second let, let me go back to the melting away and my emotional detachment. Yeah. I, I think part of the reason that I was I was emotionally detached is because I was upset. Yeah. Because the entire this entire time, for a year, I have been preparing myself for Tony Stark <laughs> to die. I was right about that. And Sarah's hope or both of them. Or both of them. I mean I was literally in this you movie convinced. that they were both gonna well, die. And I think all of us were waiting, we're like, which one of them's gonna melt? Well, but what did <laughs> I know? say last time though? I said the moment they get back together is the moment one of them is dead. They never and what did. what never happened sure. in this yeah. movie. They never Tony and reconcile. Steve never reconcile. Yeah. And so that arc is incomplete. Also, I don't get what the whole hot toy thing is with with why they couldn't release the the I weapon. The, I think it's the, that the, they the, couldn't the spear. No, I think it was. Uh, I thought it was maybe that, but I also think it's the fact that Captain America does not have his shield. You know, the shield. then he does not have the shield. I think that that is maybe. enough of a plot point that they wouldn't want to show. Maybe just because they've been so hardcore about the secrecy about level I, of this movie. Maybe. Speaking of secrecy, did you know that they wouldn't let Spider Man read like any of the yeah. because yeah. you revealed so many spoilers for the last Yeah, none of them have. No, but they said specifically like he was not allowed to read anything oh, yeah. other no than way. his no way. stuff. No way. I think it's... even that was given to him like. Day before, that I was most, reading that earlier, and I was like, hey, that's "That weird. most recent Thanos demands your silence video." They all say things, <laughs> and he, they just have Tom Holland's guts came over Tom Holland's mouth. Really bad. He's spoiler king, man. He's, he's very he's bad. Just a little baby. Yeah, yeah he's I he's young. Have no idea I felt so probably twenty five something. I was gonna say he's probably older yeah, than me, and I'm probably the baby. He's twenty three. Is that oh? Is he my age? He's twenty three or twenty four. He's playing off the young thing well. Yeah, yeah. Well. he's he's yeah, little, and he's a he was a he was a ballet dancer. What was the biggest like aha like sort of like like moment for you guys? What do you mean? Like, well, like okay, let me give you an example of what he's I mean. He's twenty one. Oh, like there are like there are there are two moments that stick Actual out to child. me, but just sort of just like like just off the chain like just moment and the, the first one for me off is, the chain. is anybody else remember oh off the God. chain off <laughs> the Sorry. chain I full circle now. Um, like the first one for me was the train passing by and just his silhouette there oh, and then he catches great. the spear mm. I mean that was, that, awesome. I was like okay, that, that was a Captain America moment that I moment mean, was great that was that was pretty great. Mm-hmm. The other one for me just like in the moments I'm talking about like was when Stephen Strange like split himself Oh, that was pretty awesome. Okay. I mean, I was oh, so like, you're talking about like just like moments that just like he's a moment. Nerded out, yeah, just basically. like a nerd, nerd out, out moment, like mm-hmm. moment, not like a whole scene, oh. just like a moment of like Tony's suit. The first time we saw that the suit, great. really. Okay, go so crazy. before you say, before you steal all of them. Okay, sorry. I, I want to. Say, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I really liked this, but because I know this is the next one, you would say thus when they when he's like, I'll catch you, and then blast the new suit on a Spider Man. That was a one to get the me. Spider, that was great. That was pretty awesome. That was like a big moment for me. Yeah, that was great. Well, I'm trying to think. I know you're going to be shocked when I say that one of my big moments was 
when we first see Wanda and Vision. Like, <laughs> no, no, no one is no and one is shocked. together for a few years. No, no one is no one is shocked. I really enjoyed that. No one is. Uh... Sarah was watching a different movie than us for oh, about five I, minutes. I was watching the Wanda <laughs> yeah, and Vision for, for, for love about, story. For about five minutes, she was actually watching a Hallmark movie. Oh my god, that's what Wanda and Vision. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, called oh. called Vision. Vision. <laughs> oh, that's good. You don't actually know what they mean. Or Vision. Wishing, oh my gosh, no. Wishing on vision, wishing on. Oh, I'd like to say another moment that I thought was cool. That I want to know if anybody else caught this or thought this, but they made the they made the aliens reference. They sucked him out the wall, and then they landed on Titan. And the the ship is a big wheel, and they lost a chunk of it, so it makes a big U that was standing up. Um, standing up on the on the ground there, which I think is an intentional reference to Alien, because in the original Alien movie they land on the planet and the ship is a big standing up U like that. I did not and know so that. this is a I think this is literally a huge homage to Ridley Scott in that first in the and the Alien franchise. Is that the same movie that Spider Man referenced? Yeah, well, yeah. well oh, Spider Man okay. mentions a later movie in the same series, okay. Aliens, and so. As opposed to alien, but it's I think it's they suck the the, Wait, the, the alien out the airlock. Yeah, 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 I'm not yeah. super familiar with that. I love when They're Spider-Man's great. like, if anything lays like, I'm so sorry, if anything lays eggs in me and bursts out of my stomach and eats you, and they're like, no, no more. Oh, I'm trying to say something. And then when Mantis is with me, he's like, please don't put your eggs in me. I really enjoyed that. Just as a nice What do we um, think about the children of Thanos? Ugh, Gamora and Nebula are the best of them. Um, did we ever get names? Yeah, okay, so just, one or two so, of them got names. No, they all have names. But only okay. one or two of them got names so, in the mention. So the, 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 the old the, guy. The, 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 the guy who was torturing um, Stephen Strange mm-hmm. is Ebony Maw. I'm making magic hands. I remember Maw. Yeah. Name. Um, and I mean, I read about him ahead of time. And, and yeah. Ebony Maw is the, is the mental equivalent of, of, of any of those guys. Mm-hmm. Tony Stark. Right. Or, yeah, I believe that. But within the context of this movie... Were they extremely effective? I was not super impressed by any of Thanos' children, to be completely honest. I was, okay, I Maybe was expecting to be more impressed with Corvus Glaive and Proxima Midnight, and I was not. Are those, is that the big guy with the hammer no, axe? Call Obsidian is the guy with the, with the giant axe. Oh, that's who that is. You have, you've said this name multiple times, and I've just nodded. Call Obsidian is the guy who I said, I hope we get a Hulk fight. Oh. And they clearly and are saving that for the fourth one. Yeah, that's going to be good. They're clearly okay. saving it for Call Obsidian Attacks Banner. Yeah. What is with and Hulk hiding? Hulk got beat. I mean, he for the got beat, and ever. he's like, ooh. Well, I thought oh, about that. Like, when he Hulk's was fighting. Hulk's pride was hurt. When he was having that's, a fight, that was, going, that was no. great. I thought that was great. Interesting. Yeah. Well, Hulk has for never sure. had to learn how to fight with any sort of technique because he's just big. Not only that. And so then he goes up someone's his he size. He has no emotional development. Right. He's well, all the other in. interesting, because Banner, and when, when, when he first saw Black Widow. Yeah. I mean, that, mm. that interaction was kind of. Uh, withdrawn too, yeah, in a way. And interestingly enough, almost no, almost no development of that in this movie. Yeah, at all. Well, I mean, maybe that was their way of saying we're not going to. With was with her being kind of like they have almost a moment, but it's definitely just not. Yeah, I could see. They're both I kind of s- shut off. It's, it's. I could see one of them dying and having a could have been moment and then one of them died like in the next movie and like maybe they'll address it at some point but maybe they're just this is their way of saying it's it's been too long well it seems like Hulk has to have a fairly big role in the, sometime yeah. coming up just Fair given that that what his own personal conflict so yeah. I could certainly see them bringing Bold the other prediction for too. the last movie 
Everybody lives. Gosh, I hope so. Well, I really think that's what's going to happen. Okay. They're going to turn time back, I think and it'll be right. as if Thanos never came. I think you're right, and I think Strange already knows that. Yeah. I I do think that Gamora and and Loki and Heimdall are Also, I think people that died, not because of I think his like, meltiness. Now, yeah. Gamora, maybe not. I'm not sure about Loki either, because of the yeah. comments. He's so sneaky. Yeah, I think, he like, I think he might Loki. be dead. So. Yeah, I'm pretty He's sure. He's a cockroach. I was, yeah, I was kind of at this point of like, when he died, I was like, maybe. Whatever. We've seen this <laughs> about 50 I times now. I know you're now, trying to get but... my feelings, but it's not going to work. Um... I, I could also see Gamora literally being hidden within the soul stone. Well, because yeah. of the way she visited him. Also, right. like, okay, so we saw that, like, after, you know, there's a little scene with him talking to little Gamora, and she's like, what did it take? Everything. And we see that the gauntlet is pretty much just wrecked. Right. Does that mean that just the gauntlet is wrecked? Has he sapped the stones? Like, what? We don't know. What is... It looked like the stones were still it, They intact. looked okay, and I would think maybe it just means that the gauntlet has been wrecked and that he cannot right. utilize it anymore. Because the weapons made by that... Because that's the guy who made Mjolnir, made yes. that. So we know that those weapons are wreckable, but the stones are only mostly not wreckable. You yeah, know? that makes sense. Unless you're Wanda. Well, of course, then you just turn back time and rip it out of his head anyway. That scene was heart wrenching. That would that killed like because I mean you're just sitting there and like she's you know she's literally just killed him for nothing. Right, right. Just to watch him die. Oh no, that and, that wreck. Oof. And I think that that is, I think that the moments that pull at my heart the most are the moments where their sacrifices meant nothing. That's why like because I only recently watched Thor Ragnarok just like, mm-hmm. about a, maybe two months ago. There was a lot of that though. And, a lot of sacrifices that ended up meaning right, nothing. But it's like but Which ones that terrible. like. Because of Thanos, they specific he specifically changed things so that they like like the gun and the bubbles. Yeah, the gun and the bubbles, or the or I've forgotten about that one, but that's a good one. Um, It's your first one. Uh huh. Or the uh, well, I I mean, I even mean like destroying all the Asgardians, the sacrifices that Thor made back in Ragnarok, um, and all. I think that I mean Thanos just went enough of that, and I just all those moments are like oh okay. One thing, just I, this just came to my mind because you went back to the beginning of the movie. It really bothers me that that Thanos just has the power stone that he destroyed all of Nova Corps and Xandar, and we don't get to know anything about that. Maybe we will someday. That has to be the fourth, the first act of the of the fourth movie. Maybe. 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 Maybe not. I, I could see him I looking just... back on that moment as a flashback in fancy space potato farmland, uh, Farmville. <laughs> uh, and I remember Watching over, looking oh, yeah. over Glenn Close's dead body. Yeah, just kind of being like, I, I can see all this happening because I because it's clear that they've set up the end of this movie. Uh, did she act? Did I imagine this in my emotional vortex, or did 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 Soul Vision Gamora ask him, was it worth it? Or was yeah, that no, just me no, asking that? I think that? she asked that. I thought she asked that. I think she asked, was it worth it? And I think he said yeah. And I think that that's the question. Um, and, and so I just think, about, I imagine Thanos kind of sitting on his throne, looking over a restored, what I presume to be a restored Titan. You know, some planet that's... his head. Right, it's green again. Whatever I it is. I mean, I assume that's just the reality stone. Right. You know, the funny thing about the reality stone is that it doesn't seem to actually change reality. It seems to change people's perception. 
But yeah, if perception think, is reality, well, then that's everything. that's like, I mean, isn't that where Wanda gets her power from is the reality stone? It's why she can create, she can create things in your mind and make you think. I don't remember Is that, that. am I misremembering that, that? I don't. I thought, I feel, maybe I had this conversation with Jamie. I thought, anytime like I have a nerdy conversation, I know it's with one of about four people. <laughs> it's just really hard for me to remember who. I could have sworn we had a conversation of like that her powers no come from that. one of the stones. Oh. Um, and it has to be the reality. Stone. I assume it it's the, the reality, reality stone, yeah. and that's why like she can influence people's perceptions, yeah. but not yeah that. So yeah. how does this movie relate back to Tony and Thor's both of their visions from Ultron? So I think this was the opposite of Tony's vision, and maybe that's the point. What was Tony's vision like, again? Tony's vision was that everybody lay dead around him, dead around him, yeah. including Cap. And, like, they're all laying dead, but there was no one laying dead. Mm, they melted away. So, it is, I mean, I guess in a sense it is his vision, but it's also not his vision. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though Cap's not dead. But he doesn't know that. It's far because on his planet, everyone's gone, right? It's just him. Was anyone it's, left? Was um, Nebula left? Yeah. Yeah. It yes. was him and Nebula. Right. But, mm-hmm. like... As far as he's concerned, on as he is concerned, they could all be gone. Sure. Who was right. left? Yeah. Tony. Tony. And Nebula. Nebula. Is that it? I'm I thought there sure was one it. other person. I think that's it. Star-Lord was... melted. Mantis melted. Mantis melted. Drax, Drax melted. melted. Spider-Man melted. Spider-Man Strange. melted. Strange, Strange melted. Strange so melted. that's what I'm saying. So as far as he knows, you know, and like Nebula, you know, she's like pretty much machine, so could she even melt? Yeah. Right. It would be kind of cute to see a scene where Tony Stark is Thanos' butler at the beginning of the fourth movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just think... Too soon? Too soon. I think that... Yeah. Oh, I had a thought about Thor, because you mentioned oh. Thor earlier. I just want to say that I said, I hope Thor gets his eye back, and look who was right. I mean, I know <laughs> it's not his actual eye, but In Thor fact. did... Woohoo! So basically, got a few things right. It, this is the issue: <laughs> is that Sarah makes too many hopeful predictions, and we make we none. Them. We forget. We make them. no hopeful predictions. Yeah, so, hopeful so we've landed somewhere in the middle. <laughs> I got a few things right. <laughs> you know what was interesting to me as a as a sort of big picture item was kind of the fact that the title of this movie was Infinity War, and by the way, this does not really follow the storylines in any of the comic series with Thanos. Mm. I mean, the basic premise that Thanos wants to destroy half the universe but is, the way, is the same. Yeah. But the way it executes and, and that kind of stuff, not the same. But what was interesting um, uh, to me from a sort of... What was I going to say? Uh, yeah, I, I lost my train of thought as soon as I started thinking about <laughs> Can I comics. jump in there? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, uh, is there anything in the Marvel, the the cinematic universe version, where he he's doing it to impress Death? I, not that they, we because we have they, not seen they that. They made a little reference to it in the original Avengers movie. In the original Avengers movie, there was right. a little scene that said, "To fight the Avengers <coughs> is to court Death," and that's all we've ever done with that. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I think I don't even know if they're ever going to use that because it was vague enough that they could just. They could just say this is a reference to the comics, but we're not going to go that far. Well, right. and I thought we were going. I thought we were seeing death when we saw Red Skull. Oh, oh I know. Right. Me too. Which brings up an interesting question: If Thanos is vanquished, does he face a similar fate as Red Skull? What is his fate? <coughs> like, I mean, question. Red Skull seems to be punished mm-hmm. by the Infinity Stones. Kind of eternally there. Yeah. So, like, you know, you can use them for a while, but once you're dead, you you know, he said yeah. that there's the, a cost. Yeah. Like. 
There's a that's a nerd out moment for me I when guess. Red Skull yeah, I think that all characters. <laughs> well, because you just like, let's be real. Who's thought about him since well, those first? Do you remember some vague? Do you remember? I feel like we talked about some really, really, really vague. Like we were like, there's no way. Kind of like rumors about this movie, and someone. I feel like we talked about this. I someone said, I think said Red I Skull think could we be brought this. up. Red Skull. What's well, the issue of which? Which of the enemies have to come back? Which of the villains yeah. have to come back over yeah. time? And he's he was one. Of, he was a good one. He's yeah. a good. He's yeah. a good one. I also like seeing the Chitari destroy Gamora's world. I yes. thought that was a nice little reference. You yes, know, mm-hmm. it was. I agree. Mm-hmm. It, so uh, I, this is not what I was going to say just a second ago, and I don't remember. Still don't remember what that was. But another point that I thought of was that did you sort of put together that at the end you were still left with the original team? Yeah. Tony, Steve, Thor, Hulk, Natasha, mm. all there. So is I Hawkeye coming together. back? Huh? So is Hawkeye going to come back? Well, exactly. Like, so again, okay, that's wow. something. Which is something, yeah, I was going to say. That was my second. Where is Hawkeye? Or his wife. Or his wife. What, what who are both IMDb on the IMDb credits. I think that that. Oh, that's we, right. I heard you guys talk we about were that. Yeah. Got. It's possible they filmed footage that didn't make it into the film. And so I, I guess I have a question about IMDb. Who makes those pages? I, those get made. I, I actually looked up this up. Oh, good. That cast list order was the order on the poster. Ooh, they were trying it, to get us. And, but but they're on the poster. Their That's names as actors and actresses. Were they secretly in the movie? They're trying to get us. on the poster. Were they secretly I mean, in the movie? No. They no, weren't. I mean, they referenced them. They referenced them, but... I think that... I, yeah, I think they, they, they were referenced in the same sentence as Ant Man. Yeah, because they're under they cover. Uh, Scott Lang so, was also not in the movie. <laughs> right. yeah. Who was in the movie? I mean, he's also on the call sheet. Yeah, you Which, know. Yeah. I mean, that's very interesting. And yet, Hugo Weaving was not. Remember who that is? Red Skull. Doesn't yeah. Ant Man have a movie coming out yes. before yes. the next Avengers movie? Oh, like so are we, are yeah. we gonna uh, like? Are they gonna deal with the fact that half of the planet has gone missing? I think it'll be flashback. Or is it gonna be? Yeah, I was gonna say, is it past? Here's the next question: Will all the movies now be flashbacks? Because well, I don't know if I can handle that. Do you guys do Agents of Shield at all? Do you watch that? I've, I've watched a few. To. I keep okay. I've been they've, they've, done... they've been dealing with time travel and reality and dimensions. And they've also done a good job of incorporating like the movie events in and accepting that whatever happened that affects the world. Okay. And so I'd I'd like to think that perhaps the, the, the movies if they awesome. can do that in a TV show which is a lot more consistent they can at least do that in a movie right yeah okay good at least I hope for it we'll see I think the infi- so let's talk about the title one more time oh that's where I was going no I'm, I'm my sorry. turn go, the go. Infinity War go ahead that's okay. where I was going this is what I was going to say I think the title I've been I think thinking, he's gonna make my point for I think I'm, well I've been thinking about this I think the Infinity War I think it's a war that's ha- I think it's an internal war that's happening inside of Thanos that's what I've been this thinking. This is not right. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> this is second word internal came out. I didn't. <laughs> that's, no, that's what I've been thinking about. It's like the Infinity War is a war that's happening inside of Thanos because he's doing all of this, and it's his question of this quest for power. And then at the end, when Gamora asks him, "Was it worth it?" I'm just like, "There's." I think that the Infinity War is a is a conflict that's happening inside of him for power, and so. I that's, don't think that's I thought. agree with that. I agree with that. He never, I mean, it, he made it very clear, and especially at the end on his little farm, he's, I mean, yes, he wanted power, but specifically to do one thing, and now that he's done it, he doesn't care. It's not like he's done that, and now he's going to rule. Right. 
the fifty percent right. of the universe. I, that's I left. guess what he I mean went is, back to a farm. but he seems. But I, I don't know. Maybe I'm misreading that last scene. But I felt like at the end, at the in that last scene, he seemed conflicted, and so maybe I was watching a different scene than you all. I you, think but he I seemed. Felt, Perfect. I felt like he, I was, I felt like okay. he seemed conflicted at the end. happy I, to raise his potatoes. Yeah. I mean, okay. you were upset. You didn't you were, remember. Right. I, that's why I'm saying, am I, done. that's why I'm saying, am I actually just like, was I actually just reading everything through us, through a red and blue Spider-Man filled yes. rage? It's possible. Like, yes. I don't want to like, should say what you're thinking, but. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking probably. Okay, that here was that going it, to be my point about the, about the title of the movie, Infinity War. This from the very get go, and I think it's emotional response. We've talked a lot about like these franchises starting to make genre movies. Yeah. This, as Rogue One was, uh-huh. this was a war movie. Yeah, absolutely. This was in the in the line of now. Obviously, it's a superhero movie, and this is not to make light of real life events at all. And I don't mean to say this, but but in the same way that like Saving Private Ryan is a war movie, mm-hmm. a legitimate war movie about a real war that happened in real life. This is a war movie mm-hmm. in a superhero universe. Mm-hmm. This was a this was this was not an action movie. Mm-hmm. This was not a suspense movie or a mystery or a or a romance or a what this was a war movie. Um and and it played out like a war movie and at the end of it made you feel like the end of a war movie. Yeah. It's interesting because there was a lot of uh, focus on strategy throughout the movie yes. that I wouldn't have picked up on until this conversation. But because it was a war, yeah. Movie, because it was all about we're going to strike him here. No, we're going to strike him here. No, we're going to do you know whatever. And and the same kind of emotions that you would expect as troops are picked off, mm. as we lose members of the team. Yeah. The same kind of a journey, all leading up to. And I think the most emotionally demoralizing thing about the ending from an emotional standpoint is sort of the fact that in the end it was like the battle was won and then everybody still died mm-hmm. isn't that the, the little saying the what is it no I don't know I lost it it was there but I lost it I mean the, I was having a lot of thoughts the, f- the old phrase just sort of just from phraseology war is hell I mean that's no all. maybe I was just gonna say won the well there's won the battle lost the war and then I thought I was trying to that, mesh that's that that's very true I was trying to mesh that with the the weird little for want of the horse the nail the shoe was lost for want of the shoe the horse was lost for want of the I've horse heard, the I've heard that phrase but so I don't just, remember but that You've has nothing to do me. with Sorry, it. if y'all not heard that I'm gonna no, look no, it up now so I can read it to y'all for real but it's not it's nothing to do with this movie I just have to read it now to prove that this phrase this I'm, thing is I'm thinking back on the end though and I still think about that scene with with the 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 scene with Soul Gamora with Child Gamora at the very end and I that just, scene's going to be important I, I and I, I, I well I, and that's why I keep thinking there is some measure I, I really believe that Thanos will turn the whole world back I think it will be him that does it maybe this is my prediction I found a way to relate my my thing to the movie this has to do with Quill Quill for sort of. For want of a nail, the shoe was lost. For want of a shoe, the horse was lost. For want of a horse, the rider was lost. For want of a rider, the message was lost. For want of a message, the battle was lost. For want of a battle, the kingdom was lost. And all for the want of a horseshoe nail. 
and I don't know, something about a quilt just gonna, you know, that's the only way I can think to relate that's to that. But that's not the way these things exists. work. I mean, that's in the end. It's, that was actually one of yeah. the beautiful things that they did was it, 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 it couldn't work because he loved her. I mean, there's a real... If you've Lots of people two, loved. Right. Keep that it together. Whole, that was the whole point was that this movie doesn't matter. And I guess that goes back for me, I guess, to the question I asked earlier. Do you think the average moviegoer can watch this? Yes, if I they're don't... watching a solo movie about, about Thanos. Thanos. If it was titled Thanos the Triumphant, or something Thanos like the that. Destroyer, Thanos Triumphant, yes. But even with the name Infinity War, I mean, like, the Infinity Gauntlet, all that sort of thing, yeah. is a Thanos. That's thing. true. So, yeah. I mean, it is. That's they, true. They gave it to us. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about Peter Dinklage for a minute? <laughs> I was great. so happy! All, I didn't know he was in this movie. I, I, they, I did, the internet, I saw. The internet was convinced a week ago that he was... Good Lord. <laughs> that the internet, the internet was convinced that he was Ebony Maw. Or not Ebony Maw. Uh, uh, Cortis Cole? Glaive. Oh, uh-huh. A week ago. Okay. Um, they were convinced that that was his voice. When Glaive was laying on the floor uh-huh. and he said, she said, can you get up? And he said, No. I mean, the internet was convinced that mm. that was that was Peter Dinklage's voice, but clearly they were wrong. I was just like, I was like, this is so brilliant. I was, I don't know, I was so excited about that. I just thought it was so cool. He, he was what an elf, right? He was a dwarf. Dwarf. The dwarf that made dwarf. the axe. But a giant dwarf. A giant, a giant dwarf. dwarf. That was my favorite part. He's like, I'm a dwarf. With frozen He's hands. Huge. Yeah. yeah. It was great. I thought his hands were made of metal. Metal. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's why I thought it was an elf because in in like Thor universe, or not yeah. not like not like Marvel Thor, but like uh, in just mythology. Yeah. mythology. Isn't it the elves who make the weapons? Yes. That's why I well, I just no thought it was dwarves him. usually make weapons. Who are the ones tinkering away? I think in actual North Norse mythology, in context of mythological Thor, I think it's often elves. But I think in our modern. Think in a post in a post Lord of the Rings world, people <laughs> understand point. dwarves to be metal workers. The elves made his sword, right, and reforged it. Right. Make, you know what, that both, makes sense because there's both a the lot book of stuff for and the, oh, Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yeah, but most uh, but elves generally don't make weapons. It was a dwarf thing. Mostly. I think the think elves the did it so that they didn't make more weapons of mass destruction. Weapons right. make the most powerful. Oh, oh, weapons! Well, elves make the most powerful weapons because they're the ones that weave runes into them and stuff. That sounds. It's my right. that Aragon sounds, knowledge that coming sounds, out. That sounds right. That sounds right. Yes. I had to think about that oh for a few yes. minutes. We've delved so deep. So I'd just like to say that this was one of the most emotionally impactful movies I've ever experienced. I think even more so in some ways than Last Jedi, because Last Jedi at least ended on a hopeful note. And so yeah, this was rough. This was really like Last Jedi was self-contained enough. Well, and that's why I said this was a war movie. Right, and so at the end of this movie, especially with... This is very much feels in some... Well, it, it doesn't, actually. It, it's enough that it feels like part one of two, but in another way, it's totally a complete movie that is just, with just a sad ending. And I'm just like... Sad it isn't even, isn't even the right word. Like, I don't have words for it yet, but just so emotionally impactful when, when you see Thanos sitting there at the end. Um, it was just like... Content. It was... It was allegedly content. It was just like, 
I was just like, this is, this is something, you know? It just, I don't know. It, it just really hit me. It was, I, it's been a long time. Like, I'm, I'm struggling for words, which is not something I often do. And so, I don't know, it was just very impactful for me. And so... On a separate note, my brother, who is texting me through all this, um, made a good point. You know how we were saying, like, something about Gamora, Soulstone, whatever? Of course she's coming back. There's another Guardians movie. Yes. And apparently she's a big role. I did not know that. The only thing about that is, and I whispered this to him when I saw them going up the mountain. Um, You did? You didn't hear me then. Never mind. The only thing about that is, maybe not, and I say that because... They're due to have another Star Trek come out in 2019. Oh, you did whisper she about Star, Star Trek. Trek. She's a hoorah. No. Oh, that's right. It's been a while since I watched. I mean, I watched the first two of the new ones, but I haven't so, watched. So I mean, I do think next. it's plausible. I mean, with that being said, clearly an actor can be in two major movies that come out within a week of each other, a la Josh Brolin, who's about to be Cable next week. Oh, sure. And what? In Deadpool 2. Mm. Oh, so you don't keep up with Deadpool, couldn't you? No, but it's just funny. That's part of the joke about Deadpool that they got him. Who just oh, that's Thanos why in the trailer he said the thing about... Yes. I get it. Deadpool is the most... Wow, that's Sorry, a we're not going to talk much about Deadpool, but it's the most meta thing of all time. Yeah, anyway, yeah. okay. Um, wow. Yeah. This was, uh, this was rough. If anything, you know how... I don't know, I'm sure we've talked about it on this podcast. If not, you've talked about it with yourself inside your own brain castle, uh, where, uh, about how, how can this movie live up to its build-up? I would like to say, on the one hand, it does. It really And on does. the other hand, it totally... I didn't think it was possible to create more anticipation. But this movie just added to the ramp. It just added to the on-ramp. For whatever Avengers 4 is going to be like, that's how I felt. And it almost gives me maybe a glimmer of hope that we will get to maybe see Tony Stark just go off and get his day with with Pepper at the end of the movie. Maybe, but I was going to say I think part of the reason we think this lived up to the anticipation is they did not shy away from just brutally hurting us. Like, they did the realistic things. It's a war movie where, you know... People die indiscrimin- indiscriminately. Yeah. People die, and, and they did not shy away from that. And I guess I would have, yes, I agree, and I would have felt more that way had one of the original Avengers gotten smoke monster. But I think that it's, I think that it sets up such incredible destiny. It's such like, again, like, it's like, like Thor saying, it's mythological okay. destiny. But if like, I could, just to counterpoint your whole can Thanos, Thor be melted. <laughs> Thanos will reset everything? Uh-huh. Or is that you? That was that him. I don't know if, the, if, if Thanos will do that. He's too what, happy. Here's the thing. These movies are called Avengers. Yeah. Like, they have to... They have... In the end, they're about the Avengers. Right. They have to so kill Thanos. Well, they have to, like, do some... I mean, like... Something heroic. They have to do something heroic. Yeah. Right. In the fourth movie. Do they, though? Yeah, Leonard, Leonard Bernstein wrote a mask that wasn't about anything. So what if Thor? It was about everything except the mask. Well, so anything is possible. What if Thor sacrifices himself to utilize the time stone, simply just holding it? Thor. 
Well, I assume he's the only one that could really use it without being completely ripped apart. We saw Star-Lord hold it briefly, but, you know, even he was beginning to be ripped to shreds. Well, Thor is, there's question about whether Star-Lord is still half celestial. Yeah, but mm. Thor is a god, theoretically. Could and, he's a, and he's awoken now. Yeah, yeah like, he, uh-huh. could he use, True King of could Asgard. he actually, like, rip out a stone and use it? Because the gauntlet mm. is, but it, it's yeah. dead. Things I'm thankful and for. And the eye also exploded, right? Yeah. The holder for the eye, so yeah. The holder for the tongue. So yeah, there's nothing to channel it right now. Things I'm thankful weren't a thing. One, the soul stone was not inside of Heimdall. Two, the soul stone was not inside of Thor. Three, the soul stone was not inside of Nebula. What is wrong with us? Hey, the soul stone wasn't in Wakanda either. The soul stone wasn't in Wakanda either, which was, Nebula. I thought, cool. was good, actually. It looked it wasn't. like the Nebula thing might have been right. For I know, but he pulled her apart. I was like, oh, okay. no. Why would he have brought Gamora back if, like, it was a Nebula? <laughs> right, right, right. Other than, uh, I mean, even if he just loved her, you know. But this yeah, is not how this movie went. We, so. we know he doesn't love her. He's literally been replacing parts of her for the past. I know. I meant, I meant loves Gamora. Okay, that was... Oh, well, with the Nebula thing, that was my reason why I think... Uh, I don't know why I didn't think of this before, that it couldn't have been Nebula, because he's been replacing parts of her for years. If uh, the Soul Stone was in her, he would have found it. That's true. You know, actually, that's an interesting point. Nebula may be the person people were most wrong about. Yeah. Because we had her... Everybody had her at like a 95% chance of dying. Yeah. Well, and flipping War Machine still just oh, popping I know, out. I know. That was the real moment when all the melting happened. I was like, I was like, oh, we still have War Machine. And you know what makes me mad? <laughs> they, tried, they tried to make us like him. Could, could yeah, y'all notice that they tried, cool to, they tried to make us think he's like, okay, now he's cool. They're like, oh, no, guys. He's like the undercover cop. He's I like, what? When no. he blew up the whole like, like yeah. row of oh. space... Dog things, um, whatever they're called. I said to Michael, I was like, War Machine finally did a cool thing for the uh, first time. Oh, in like a decade. And talking yeah. to like the Secretary of State being like, Yeah, maybe I made it. It's too late, War Machine. It's yeah. too right, late. Right. You know what that's like? It's like when that kid you just, also, Don Fair Cheadle's weather friend. I know, sure. I thought that too, but it's like imagine that, you know, you got that kid who used to be bad with you, and then he ratted you out at the in the principal's office, and then he's like your enemy, and then you're like no, and then he's like, no, man, I'm cool with you guys again. Watch me spray paint the boys' bathroom. Like, that's, yeah, that's how that exactly felt. exactly what that was. Watch me spray paint the boys' bathroom. <laughs> like, you know, whatever. All the boys. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that felt when he was like, when he was like, bye, Secretary Street. That yeah, was a court martial. I'm bad now. Yeah, they like, don't even try with us. That's not a thing. I'm be real. Have y'all, I can't even remember what the name of the book is, but Don Cheadle, like, he wrote a book, and it's supposed to Don be... Don Cheadle wrote a book? Well... Authored, and it's about basically look so at all the good things I've done. I'll have to look up the name of someone it. I had to read that when I was a senior in high school, and first off, it was one of the Don most Chico annoying. Don wrote a book while you were in high school. I don't think it was. And it I... was required I reading. Think, I don't think he wrote <laughs> it. <I'm laughs> so I don't think confused. he wrote it. What is this? Like, is, is this reality? I mean, I don't think he wrote it. Not on our watch. Did you Don the reality stone? Uh, oh, not on our watch. I re- I had to read it while I was in high school, and like the issue was, first off, it just really annoyed me. Like, it made me not like Don Cheadle because it was basically all, look how great I am this doing these things strange. for charity. And so, go, like, even before War Machine was annoying, I just was like, ugh, Don Cheadle. You know, I think, who was That's that guy awesome. who played Rhodey before Don Cheadle? Um, guy, where did guy, he go? The guy from uh, Empire. Yeah. He went to do Empire. That guy. Well, actually, he got he got lucked into doing Empire after uh, after he asked for more money, and they're like, "You, oh, yeah, uh-huh. you know." I have to edit you out in every episode so much. I know. 
After filter, the, Michael. A after filter. They were, I'm not loading this episode until tomorrow because I cannot edit this tonight. After they were like, <laughs> um, and then, anyways, that guy, he, um, I why think, can't I like, say Terrence his, Howard? Terrence Howard. I was like, I wonder if he thinks to himself, man, I really screwed up. There's another phrase I was gonna use there, but I oh, didn't. Yeah. But it's kind of amazing that that's the only Avenger character that. Yeah, that's just not, really yeah. annoys you. Yeah, I mean, out of a cast that big, that's true. And they kind of pulled that's off. Good, that's Everybody a good else, point. I do, that's I do enjoy. Point. Even like usually, Spider Man annoys me, but this Spider Man, oh, I, like I love Tom him. Tom Holland, he's perfect. What a perfect little cinema. If, if any I wish of I had the, a bell, I'd if ding it at you. Any, I heard myself do it. If any of the fadeaway deaths really got... Well, Vision Wanda, okay. Uh, so but, but Spider-Man. When I he was like, that. I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to... I just... And let me... You know, I was going to say that too. Um, the idea... We all talked about how Tony Stark was going to get Uncle ben. ben. But you know who got... Uncle Ben, and not only got like Uncle Ben, ben literally, too. literally got turned into lots of tiny particulate matter. <laughs> Spider Man. He got turned into rice. He got turned. He got Spider Man, Uncle Ben, Tony Stark, and now Tony Stark is gonna have further drive to go do whatever the heck he has to do. Well, how, much, also, how is Tony Stark getting off of? That's a good question I had. Like, yes, is Thor gonna go just fetch him and bring him because home? Because Tony Stark, but they don't still, know where he Tony is. Tony Stark was still on Titan. Thank you. But they don't know where he is on Earth. They're like, he's missing. Um, but and but what's his name? But uh, Nick Fury's like, we don't know where he is. Right. It's in my iPad. <laughs> but Thor can call the Bifrost now, so maybe he can see far into space now. It's a good, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. Oh, did y'all think it was really interesting when Heimdall said something about, like, let the dark magic one? Is the Bifrost dark magic? I guess so. Did y'all notice him say that? Like, when he was dying, Is he that, was... And so, that was how he brought... That was how he life. was able to bring uh, Hulk. Hulk. He was like, let me channel it one more time. And the black, flung the dark him magic. back towards Because it was, uh, was he implying that he was bringing him back to life and no, not I, just I moving I think he was just moving. I think he was just moving him. I, he was so, just dying so and said he didn't something have about his... Thing. Okay. Dark magic, as in like from Dormammu. I don't know. Well, no. dark magic like that. Dark magic Isn't all like the dark the... magic from Dormammu. I didn't think I don't so. Think so. I think it... that's a very specific. Oh, kind. I didn't think so. I thought in the Marvel universe that all dark oh. magic was from. from I don't the think Dormammu. So. Well, realm. regardless, he apparently used it, which makes you wonder: Is Thor wielding dark magic? Well, it makes me think of in in the first Avengers movie. They say, because the Bifrost is still broken, the Rainbow Bridge, yeah. the thing, is broken then, as it is currently, um, is broken, and uh, somebody... Rainbow I think, Bridge. That's what they called it then. Like Reading big, big Rainbow. Reading oh Rainbow. You found that pitch. I did. My voice is like, I don't want to work <laughs> right now. Wanna, but you got there. My voice is on strike, gosh. Um... But I just, but I remember someone said like, and how much dark magic, how much dark magic or how much dark energy, something like that, did Odin have to use to get you back mm. to yeah, this so planet? Like, is and that so, all that, like what Thor, Odin, and all of them are using? That's an interesting thought. Is that where the potential to be corrupted, kind of semi like Odin, definitely like, is it Hela? Hela. 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 They Hela? pronounce her name Hela. Okay, Hella. Is that where that comes from? Maybe. I got the sense that, like, in terms of... The, it just... Within the Thor universe, I got the sense that... That the Rainbow Bridge thing was a safe usage of this magic. Yeah. Possibly because Heimdall can see all and is just... Good. And, uh... 
And so I thought that maybe that that was a safe usage of this magic. And then without that, they had to use some other kind of source to, you know, Channel get it going. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. And so. I thought it was interesting that, like, so that when Thor is, like, using his, like, bifrosty magic or just his whatever, yeah. his axe magic, it does, like, the rainbow colors that are the exact. Like, it's the same sort of look, like, light-wise and rainbow-wise as when Thanos is, like, making the gauntlet completely activate together. Yeah. And I'm like, is it related? Is it a similar yeah. thing? Power of the gods. Well, it, because even Thor talks about this mystical... Well, and Thor... Okay, I'll say this. Heimdall's statement to the gods um, creates kind of a dynamic that we haven't seen before in the Avengers in the Mar- in the Marvel Cinematic Universe which is a supreme a truly supremely higher power that's above like Odin you yeah. know that's hot, that's a level up from that that Heimdall could call on this power and somehow just call the Bifrost yes. and zap uh, Hulk away to exactly where he needed to be and so and then Hulk even, and then Thor even says something about fate Fate has determined that I would be on this path. So it makes me think that there's something there. Do y'all ever wonder if we come up with these really, like, complex theories that, you know, haven't been answered yet and may never be answered, and you just kind of wonder, have the people that are writing this even thought this deep into it? Yes. Because I just thought that. I was like, whoa, I just said a lot of stuff. And, like, what if I'm just going so far beyond what they ever would have been? Like, they would just be like, I think with this particular movie, they absolutely have. But I don't know that they've been thinking it, like, the whole time. No. Like, no. back in the first Avengers movie. I don't no, think they were probably any... like, we're going to do a big thing. At yeah. The yeah, we'll yeah, 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 yeah they were sitting later. there thinking, like, yeah, this is not Thor's channeling his six. magic <laughs> from <laughs> the Infinity Stones. <laughs> 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 and, yeah, I think they're kind of coming up with some of that as they go along. Yeah. Yeah, like we are. <laughs> but I think that's kind of how the comic books work, too. Yeah. They just constantly sense. evolved. Yeah. That's right. And continue to. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Like, I think... Like, the Hulk just finally died in the comic book world. Did he really? If, if, but, like, for how long? <clears throat> for right now. For right now. But, like, he was supposedly unkillable. Oh, one other... You know, like, he was oh, in the cinematic yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought about One that. other thought about the Hulk. This was actually kind of, a, I mean, a progression from Ragnarok where uh, you see Hulk and Banner kind of operating as two individuals sharing a body as opposed to Banner being totally overtaken by the Hulk it was like they're partners and they're like friends. Which you is know? kind of a switch from Thor Ragnarok where like where um, Banner is talking and he's like, if I turn into the Hulk, I don't know if I'll ever yeah. come out again. Like I've been stuck as him for two years. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, what I, shifted I don't in their dynamics I, 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 since yeah, then? That, that seemed honestly like bad writing to me. Yeah, like pick I, I one. I can accept either, that. but you can't have it both ways. I think it's specifically because of... Uh, Hulk's loss because he lost. They've never been in this situation before where Banner's trying to Hulk it out and it won't happen. You know, it's not like Avengers One where he kind of you know because I'm just, always angry, right? And he just suddenly I'm the Hulk and I'm in control. You know, <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, but they they never can really decide how they want the whole to work. Which I will say, like Bruce literally said, like we we've got a lot to figure out. Mm-hmm. Like, Very complex but... relationship. Well, I I've also been uh, reading. Uh, Amazon Prime has some comic books like in mm-hmm. Prime right now. They do. Oh, yeah. So I've been reading some Thanos ones and um, Captain Marvel, like the guy Captain Mar- uh, Rick Jones, that guy. 
um, is plays in a lot of these narratives. And he, I don't, I don't know how the other Captain Marvel, the one that's about to be in this movie, works. But in that case, they both embodied the same body, but he would go to some other world. I can't remember what he called it. Some, but basically, more or less another dimension. And they could kind of control going back and forth. But at times, Captain Marvel, like the mystical person, mm-hmm. would just say, no, I'm not coming out. <laughs> Much like Hulk did yeah, in this just, case. Just, no. So he kind of pulled a Captain Marvel in a Don't sense. That's interesting. That's interesting. Well, that even makes me... It, these movies, this is way heady, off in the distance. But I just think that it's it's interesting how these movies in this universe kind of deal with... Uh, magic versus technology versus mystical stuff versus science and so and so is the hulk actually in a mortal mystical being that was awoken by science i don't know but thor because you know thor it's like is it magic is it science the answer is yes absolutely and so in the same way it's like well what is this and so so it it makes me think of those things anyways it's quite late y'all take take takeaways i'm wrecked that's, that's all I've that, got. That's a good I'm table. What did you have for breakfast today? Oh, I had Chick-fil-A. Oh. It was good. Like chicken biscuit? Yeah. Mm. It's, it's the end of the semester. It's time. If you've, if you've had emotional impulse eating twice in one day... You might have seen Avengers Infinity War. You might have dropped three plates at the restaurant you work at all at once. Oh, and then seen Avengers Infinity War. Okay. Also, pizza rolls. Uh, there, there's, there's got to be an equation out there somewhere. I'm gonna write it and I'm gonna win a Nobel Prize for uh, uh, pizza rolls get more delicious as the night goes on. That's like the later it is, yeah. it's like that equation is out there, and if I can isolate it and and define it, I will be Albert Einstein, Asian Albert Einstein. Okay. All right, it is. Uh, do, do I get to take Pod, podcast yeah. guest? So, so Doctor uh, Ben Williams. I didn't mention it yet, but I think Marvel is uh, amazing. From I mean, like the 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 people who do it at, from a creative and artistic standpoint, in what they were able to pull off, threading all these things together. I mean, it, it, just to think of it in like my composing work, like mm-hmm. to be able to thread that many narratives into something mm-hmm. that encapsulates ten years of work, mm-hmm. and to balance it all well, mm-hmm. and move you all at the right time, and to pace it, and all those sorts of things. They nailed it. They're good. They're mm-hmm. worth modeling after. <laughs> I, I, I agree, and I do I like actually it. go back to, and maybe this will be my takeaway just to get out of here. <laughs> I'll just reference back to the point that you and I talked about when Michael when we did the podcast ourselves yes. and we talked about sort of like maybe this being the pinnacle of canonization mm-hmm. in, in these kind of storytellings yeah. like you know that, that we've maybe reached a point where we've pushed that envelope almost too far like the brilliance of that like maybe it has sort of because I think the things that now are going to come after this are going to it's been done now yeah, like we, it's been done. Now, now we've we need held, to go back like to making Wagner, like Venom. Wagner wrote up. Wagner wrote these four operas, and they were twenty five hours long, or, right. or whatever. We don't and, need anything else after and, that. Like we did, you know, it and like so, nobody's that. ever done that again. <laughs> yeah, like like it, like it happened, you know. It was done well, and and it was done. And it was done well, and it was it's done, and, and right. it never happened. And right. I just how do you make something that's this big and like this? It's not even, derivative. They've even talked about how they want to move to. To more movies that are that are like like Thor Ragnarok that are like two of them, 
Yeah. And like if it end up basically being a buddy office comedy. Mm-hmm. And again, this whole thing of the genre picks. I mean, yeah. Thor Ragnarok is a buddy office comedy. Sure. Guardians of the Galaxy is a family drom-com. You know, drum com I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, a drama comedy. Not a rom-com. No, a that's a romantic com. comedy. <laughs> yes. This has some rom in it. No, it's a, it, you, you add an no, extra R and it becomes a rom com. But they're dramatic, comedic family dramas. Like, they're ridiculous, dysfunctional family drama comedies that have dramatic elements in them. Anyway, whatever. Okay. Anyway, I just... I, I think that this movie probably ends up being sort of the end of this. At least the second one, the sequel to this. Yeah. Uh, because I don't know how you go... Look, DC has failed. I mean, you know, they, really. they, did, yeah, they did very good. Shame. You know, Wonder Woman was a great movie. Love you know, Wonder Woman. They made was a one movie. excellent movie. And I'm hearing really good things about Aquaman as a the standalone Batman project. Yes. Was good. Okay, Back but but was, but again, know, but but their but their universe building is I know, terrible. Yeah, right. it's you very know? unfortunate. And, and just like a television show, I mean, we're never, I don't think, going to see anything just because of time. Anything like Doctor Who, because I mean, right. but they've done a good job of. You know, we're just going to introduce this new thing called the Time War now, and right. here it is, and whatever. Right. And now but we'll talk works. about it for ten right. years. Well, and it's again, it can't be. We can't have another like Wagner. We can't have another. If if someone tries to write something like that now, we're all going to compare it to the Ring Cycle. We're going to go, oh, this is just you're writing your Ring Cycle, right? You know, and so how do you? How could you make? Uh, a, a multiple connected operas series like that that didn't feel like the ring cycle but felt new and, and I, so I don't know that I think there just needs to be time and space for that I mean there's been like a, a little over a little bit of time space between Wagner then and now but in terms of Avengers right. I think that there has to be time and space between before anyone ever decides we're gonna take a decade and build this huge... Well, let's not forget that 20 years ago, franchises were not nearly as big a thing in general. That's true. I mean, The Matrix was within the last 20 years, and that yeah. was sort of like the first thing that was sort of a breakout, like, we're going to make three movies, we're going to tell one story, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And and that was all... That, you know, that, those, that first one came out in 99, mm-hmm. you know? And so, I mean... We, but I think we've sort of it's sort of been I think a 20 year journey from that I really do think that that first Matrix movie was just so groundbreaking and so it was the first time that I think in a modern way we saw this modern universe building that we now talk about so much predecessor of Star Wars but this is its yes own. But, but that's it's its own that's a different kind of thing that was yeah I, that, that feels very different because those stories because they're not direct sequels quite like they are but they're not and they're, you know? and they're such space operas and I love them and they're but such they're, different movies yes and, and nobody cares about canonization in those until we made midichlorians and I don't think you would know about notice the, the universe uh, aspect of it until the later ones were made yeah yeah. Right, it was like we made Which, the prequels the and then we that. felt like and There's then we felt like we had a universe. Yeah. yeah. Um whereas with the Matrix it was like clearly in that first movie we're building a universe mm-hmm. around you know whatever. Um anyway, and I just think I think with this movie we've hit sort of a pinnacle here at this point and I'm interested to see where I, I clearly Marvel Studios is not done. Mm. I'm excited to see the Captain Marvel introduction that we got. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to maybe see at some point a, an Adam Warlock introduction still into this into this whatever. 
Um, I think, a, 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 honestly, a Captain Marvel versus Adam Warlock thing would be pretty great because those are two very powerful characters mm-hmm. in the comics. Um, uh, so, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I, you know, we'll see where it goes. But I do think we've sort of hit a... God, what were there, 63 named characters in this movie? I mean, that's... that's There's so many. That's like... That's way worse than a Wagner opera. I mean, that's like... It actually is. Yeah, it's surprising. I... <laughs> I mean, especially if they all had their own light motif. I mean, if we go back and organize, I don't think they did. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you guys, Infinity War the opera is going to be a huge deal. Can you make an Infinity War the opera without making all of the other, however many movies there are? I think so. I think it would feel kind of like Les Mis as a musical, where there's lots of characters that you only kind of know about. Doesn't that end up becoming Avengers the opera, not Infinity War the opera? No. And I think the trick will be what's left when you take out all the battle and fighting yeah, scenes. True. Yeah, and I realize you're replacing it. it with music, but I don't know. But if that's what does it look like? <laughs> yeah, sure. Every battle is just singing high notes <laughs> at each other. I just think that because like the ring cycle like it tells a similar type story, I mean, and that does. gets old after day. By the way, yeah. we're doing another ring day in about two weeks. Yeah, okay, I'll, let I'll me know the date. Yeah, um, I get like middle of May sometime. Let me know. I'll the let day. you know the date. I'm not in Los Angeles. That will work. Is that where you sit and listen to the whole race? Yes. Is there is is there are there pretzels and lunchtime is like the pure German lunch, like brats and sauerkraut and all those sorts of things. Dinner we do more normal. Wow. (laughs) Like pizza or something. Yeah, basically (laughs) emotional (laughs) eating food. Emotional (laughs) eating food just to just to power through. Yes. All right, folks. Uh, go see Avengers. Gosh, why are you listening to this if you've not seen Avengers? That seems very stupid to say at this point. Um, we hope you've had a good. We hope you had a good time and are as emotionally wrecked as we are. R E K T. That's how you spell that word. And uh, that's how wrecked we are. And if you happen, if I happen to get this up early tomorrow, and you happen to hear this before tomorrow night, come see Turandot Mississippi Opera. 7.30 p.m., uh, Thalumara Hall, Jackson, Mississippi. Um, uh, and we're looking forward to that. And, and, and this is this wraps up Avengers season uh, here on the podcast. Next week, we go back to Sarah uh, and I talking about uh, what we're going to do for a study. Right. Um, yeah. uh, so, anyway. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Stop clapping. It makes the mic clear.